Facebook gives more life to live. Snapchat stories get shareable and YouTube prepping launch of shorts. It's Monday, April 6, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 401 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 401 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert, and there is a ton to talk about this week, actually. It's been rather quiet over the last couple of episodes, but this week, have some stuff to talk about. Please excuse my allergies. Uh, that's obviously like not the, the least of anyone's concerns right now, but if I sound a little off, that is why. All right, let's talk about Facebook. So, live video on Facebook is actually up 50% in March over February, with everyone from record labels to churches to celebrities, live streaming content and virtual events on the platform. Now, life has shown its potential to build massive audiences in this moment that we're in right now. And that's inspired Facebook to do more to make live more accessible and easier to use around the globe. The updates, they include an audio only mode, which enables users to stream the sound without using valuable bandwidth for video. Seems like a good idea. It's also making accessibility updates with automatic closed captioning, the ability to view streams without logging in, as well as call-in options so people can just use their phones to dial in and hear audio. Facebook's also making its stars functionality available to more creators like musicians and institutions. So up until now, that stars functionality was just limited to influencers and and game game streamers. So live is clearly having a moment. That's probably not a secret to anybody right now. And, And what it may do is invigorate the offering from an advertising and monetization standpoint for Facebook brands. They've seen rather limited success with live, but Facebook's recent efforts show the platform may be reconsidering live's monetary potential in the future. The question is whether or not live success is limited to this moment in time, or if this is just the beginning of the feature's longevity and cultural importance. Either way, Facebook's making changes to embrace a potentially different future for live this week. It even launched a new standalone Messenger app that's not live, but it's certainly related. That Messenger app was originally announced at F8 last year, and the app, it lets Mac and Windows users experience Messenger without having to manage those chats in a browser tab. More importantly, though, it allows Facebook to have a product in the marketplace to compete with the likes of other chat apps, like most notably Zoom, which has as many, if not more, privacy concerns than Facebook anyway. So Facebook is certainly positioned to steal some of that share by having Messenger in the marketplace. So we're seeing Facebook doing a lot of pivoting, a lot of responding to how people are using its tools, how people are using its platform at this time. All right, let's talk about Snapchat. So Snapchat 
is opening up its platform a little bit more by allowing users to share their Snapchat stories to other apps like Triller, Squad, Octi, and Hilly. The, the announcement is called App Stories, and it lets developers integrate Snapchat content into their platforms as well. Snapchat Stories, they disappear after 24 hours on Snapchat, but they can live longer within these apps. So this is a pretty big move for Snapchat, which gets its potential, gets its platform out into more places when apps like TikTok and Instagram are competing pretty aggressively for users and their time. But it also gives Snapchat a way to deploy its mobile ad network. And because everywhere its content shows up, ads could potentially as well. So if developers start integrating these Snapchat stories into their platforms, Snapchat could insert advertising into those platforms as well. For app developers though, this tool, it lets them make their platforms just more engaging, stickier, thanks to Snapchat content getting integrated. All right, let's talk lastly about YouTube. So, you know, who isn't trying to copy TikTok these days? Well, uh, you can pretty much strike YouTube off that list. It's planning to launch its own short-form UGC content feature called Shorts. The feature, it will allow users to leverage YouTube's vast trove of licensed music for their short-form video creations. YouTube could be joining would be joining Facebook, which has Lasso and others in trying to compete with TikTok by offering a similar feature. But what YouTube has that Facebook doesn't is a lot of equity and respect among Gen Z. The challenge YouTube will have is giving users a reason to, to use Shorts over TikTok. Like TikTok has already mastered what it does. And if Shorts copies the TikTok playbook, it's probably it's probably not going to last. Why start from scratch when you can start in what is already an established community? And that's probably the problem with all of these TikTok clones. They're trying to create to be TikTok, and it's no surprise they haven't beat TikTok at its own game. TikTok gained popularity by being different. There is another argument, though. I could argue both ways on why shorts could be successful. Why shorts could be successful is... What makes YouTube's approach different than Facebook when it comes to copying TikTok is that YouTube is making Shorts a feature built into the app, similar to how Instagram made Stories a feature in its app to compete with Snapchat. They copied a Snapchat feature and integrated it into the platform. Being built into the existing app, as YouTube is doing with Shorts, removes a lot of friction for users. Instead of downloading something new, they can simply sample the new feature within the app they already use. That could give Shorts some traction, the same way stories gain traction on Instagram. All right, that's it for the week's main stories. Now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So. Facebook's adding more information to the download your data tool for for Facebook and Instagram. Now it's going to include more information on the content you interact with that's been used to inform what is shown to you on Facebook Watch, the news feed, and the news tab. HQ Trivia, it's back for all of us shut-ins. After being shut down in February, HQ found new financial support and restarted on March 29th. The schedule for upcoming shows is still TBD as the platform is sort of finding its footing. Facebook's making updates to its video tab to help users better access the content and help creators give their content more visibility. For users, they'll be able to turn on notifications for new video new videos as new videos are uploaded. Creators will be able to organize their videos into playlists with unique URLs that will be able to be shared on the platform. 
Creators will also be able to organize content into series, which are like playlists but are given more prominence on a page, and they're played in a specific order that is set by the content creator. In other Facebook news, Facebook announced a $25 million in grants for local news outlets, along with an additional $75 million going toward marketing and news organizations. For for Facebook, that's just a drop in the bucket, but, you know, uh, something's better than nothing. The move is meant to help support the media industry, which has seen advertising revenue nosedive with the COVID-19 pandemic. Facebook relies on news organizations, though. They rely on news organizations at the local, national, and world level to fuel its platform with content. So Facebook's also a beneficiary in their survival. Spotify Kids is expanding to the U.S., Canada, and France after launching in Ireland in October. Spotify Kids is a curated version of the app with kid-appropriate content hand-selected by a team within Spotify. It has a catalog of more than 8,000 songs, 125 playlists, and 60 hours of audiobooks. Facebook has introduced Experiments. This is a reboot of its previous test and learn split testing options. Uh, Experiments, they let marketers run tests in a single interface and then make optimization decisions. In addition to running A-B tests, advertisers can also run holdout tests to compare conversion rates of people who saw ads with those who didn't see the ads in order to understand conversion lift. Experiments also let marketers run brand surveys by conducting polls with people who saw ads versus those who didn't. Facebook made a deal with the micro LED provider Plessy to help in creating AR glasses for Facebook. The goal is to make, quote, consumer ready AR glasses a reality, unquote. Now, Facebook has played a lot in this area, especially because of their Oculus acquisition, but Facebook needs a partner to figure out how to make AR overlays work on actual glasses, and that's where Plessy comes in. Snapchat seeing an increased surge on its platform thanks to social distancing, a lot like many of their peers. Video calling is up more than 50%. Snap games are seeing their highest usage ever, and AR lenses are being used 25% more month over month. In addition, Snapchat shows and content within Discover are seeing their highest viewer counts ever. And lastly, Google is relaxing its policy on restricting ads related to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's starting to allow some advertisers to run ads, but they have to be government entities, hospitals, medical providers, or NGOs to qualify. Previous restrictions, they were in place to help prevent abuse related to the pandemic. Other platforms like Twitter are relaxing their policies as well. All right. Well, that is it for episode 401 of Brave Bad World. Before I let you go, I'd love to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to bravebadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're staying safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.